The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. That would be me. It is lovely to have you here and thank you for tuning in. How are you today? I hope you're well. I hope you're having fun and I hope wherever you are that you are making the dent in the universe that you want to make. Now in today's episode, I want to talk about riffing versus rambling. Riffing versus rambling because, you know, I talk a lot about rambling and how we generally don't want to ramble when we're trying to speak with impact or when we're trying to speak with confidence because that whole notion of rambling, that verbal diarrhea that just drowns our audience and has them wondering what the hell was that doesn't exactly help our desire for impact. To It doesn't help us move our audience from where they are now to where we want them to be. But one of the things that I've noticed is when I talk about rambling, people confuse riffing with rambling and they kind of tell themselves that perhaps they shouldn't be riffing. Now, the example of this was that I recently posted um, just a silly photo on LinkedIn and I linked um, to my ebook, How to Stop Rambling. And a colleague in the placemaking space, Stephen Burgess, in fact, if you are if you are interested in any way, shape or form with placemaking, with economic impact and with how we design cities and streets in particular for maximum community and social and economic benefit, then I cannot recommend Stephen Burgess's work enough. If you look up Complete Streets, you will find him. But Stephen, Stephen popped onto the LinkedIn post and said, you know, I should heed this a little bit more because I get a bit excited. And I start to riff. Now I've seen Stephen speak and I know exactly what he means. And the riffing that he's talking about is actually really, really valuable. So let me draw the distinction for you first, and then let me explain how I how I riff as distinct to ramble, but also how you can do it too. So rambling is when you just vomit all of your words. You lose what you're trying to say. You might get excited or nervous or passionate and you start kind of trying to paint the entire picture that you have in your head to your poor unsuspecting audience or listener. That rambling, it doesn't go anywhere, even though you can see where you want it to go. It doesn't go anywhere and it doesn't help your cause. Riffing on the other hand, is a really powerful technique when it comes to building rapport, when it comes to making a point, when it comes to having people kind of settle in to 
your topic or why what you're talking about is really important. And so this notion of riffing, riffing is actually really different to rambling. It can feel a little bit like rambling because it's a bit more casual. It's not staccato. It's not on point. It's not just key messages. It's often got more of a story or it's responding to something that's going on in the room. It's responding to what somebody else has said or to a random thought that just popped into your head while you were delivering your key message. But a riff, well, it's like in a good piece of music. The guitar riff is a really nice interlude in the piece of music. So how do you riff effectively when you are presenting for impact? How do you riff in a way that doesn't become a ramble and doesn't lose your audience? Well, if you cast your mind back to what I just did when I talked about Stephen and the comment that he left on my LinkedIn page, you'll remember that what I actually did in not only setting myself up for this particular conversation about riffing versus rambling, but I also gave you a little kind of outro to talk about Stephen's work and to recommend that if you're into placemaking, then you should go and check him out. Now, from a visual perspective, for those who are watching, what you would have seen me do is actually move my body and move my body into this riff and then come back to my main presentation. For those listening, you would have heard just a really subtle pause and a, a kind of a, a marker that said, I'm finished riffing now and now I'm coming back. So a riff, I mean, I riff all the time. I'm kind of riffing right now, right? A riff feels casual. A riff feels conversational. A riff, a riff lets your audience settle in with real-life examples or a real-life understanding of what it is that you're discussing. A riff can also just provide a point of interest, like a quite literally a side note. Oh, side note. And so those riffs are really powerful techniques for engaging your audience and for driving the impact that you want to make. Now, in my experience, riffs will generally take place accidentally. Well, at least the riffs that we feel like are potential rambles. And so the tip that I want to give you today is what do you do when you realize you're riffing and you need to get back on track? You need to get back to your presentation. You need to get back to your key messages. Well, there's a few things that you can do. The first thing you can actually do is acknowledge it to your audience. You can say, excuse me for a moment while I just take you all on this little story. Let me just take you down this little path of interest or oh, that's an interesting story. Let me just talk about that and I'll come back to my main presentation in a second. So you can acknowledge that you've stepped out of your presentation and you're going, you're taking a different path. The other thing you can do is when you realize that you're riffing is physically move yourself into a different spot on your stage. So if you're delivering a keynote presentation, as Stephen is often delivering, he's a well, well thought of and highly sought after speaker on placemaking and street making, 
you can step away from the place in your stage that you are standing on to deliver your core content, move away, do your riff, and then come back. Now, for people who are pacers, you know, they walk back and forward, that's okay too. It's not to say that you need to have one place that you present from all of the time, but it's just marking that territory that says, this isn't part of my normal presentation. This is a this is an offshoot. This is a side issue. This is a story. And now I'm going to come back and deliver my key information. If you are sitting down, if you are in an online environment like this particular um, vlogcast and podcast is, or if you're in a meeting, you can use your hands. You can use your hands to go, oh, just a second. And for those who are listening only, how I'm using my hands right now is I've got my hands right, right close to my face and I'm actually marking out. Let me just come over here and we'll riff for a moment. Let me tell you a story and then I would come back to my main point. And, of course, the other thing you can do is you can use your voice. You can use a pause. You can use a change of pace. And you can use volume and tone to indicate that we're no longer riffing, we're back here to the key information. So don't get too concerned about a good riff. A good riff is like Mark Knopfler playing good guitar. It lets you smile, it lets you appreciate the music even more, and it has you waiting to come back to the chorus for the crescendo. Riffing is good. And if your riff is related, then you can easily tie it back. Riffing is completely different to rambling. Completely different to rambling. And when you realise you're riffing, just pull it back. Just pull it back once you've finished your story and landed your point. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, yeah, well, that's all good and well, Cap, but really I ramble and I riff and I riff and I ramble and I kind of can't draw the distinction because more often than not it's rambling, then if you haven't yet, I highly recommend that you download my free ebook. It's called How to Stop Rambling for Real. It is. It is called How to Stop Rambling. And in it, I talk about the top three steps that you can use to stop rambling, to stop losing your words, and instead deliver your message with authority, with authenticity, and with impact. So if you head over to impactfulpresenters.com, that's impactfulpresenters.com, you'll see the opportunity to download that ebook and at the same time sign up to my newsletter, Speaker's Notes, which comes out every week. I'd love to hear what you think of riffing versus rambling and when you find yourself riffing and how you pull it back to your main message. So if you've got any thoughts on this, please head over to the group, the Facebook group that accompanies this podcast. Funnily enough, it's called Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. Yep, same name as the podcast. Head over to Facebook and search for that group and ask me a question or let me know what you think about riffing versus rambling. I think that's it. So thank you again for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you again next week for another episode of Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. And in the meantime, Here's to confidence and here's to impact. I'll see you soon.